What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be here with you, rocking with you just a few days after the FCS National Championship. What a great national championship it was. Uh, A lot to cover today. And man, it is so much fun uh, to be talking about some things. I would love to, uh, you know, point out some of the observations that I've had, uh, and uh, and kind of explain a little bit uh, where I'm going with it, uh, with my observations of the national championship game. The overreaction uh, that Sam Houston State supposedly is the second best uh, team over the last decade because stats say so. Apparently, I guess. You know, whatever. Um, I would, I would love to to discuss that, and uh, as we as we kind of get going forward and talking about some things, I'm excited uh, to talk about it. And 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 uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I did not believe in Sam Houston State uh, from the beginning. I took Monmouth, uh, but we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens in in a hundred days. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna kind of get going with that and uh, kicking us off here. Super excited to be here with you guys. Uh, as always, uh, wonderful time to be alive at the end of the FCS national championship run. Uh, and then finally, we'll we'll kind of do a few more predictions going forward on uh, you know what we're what we're thinking about uh, for this next season, how to make it more inclusive for the FCS. Alrighty, so we're going to start off with the national championship. South Dakota State, Sam Houston State, you guys know the score. I don't even want to get into stats because you know what? I'm not a newspaper. That's in the newspaper. What did I see in the national championship? Number one, it was really, really sloppy at first, right? Uh, a lot of the guys that followed the FCS, they were there. Uh, I did not make the trip to Frisco because, quite frankly, I didn't want to see these two teams play. Um, I am a West Coast guy, and I know that sounds really snotty and stuff like that, but uh, when a big sky person makes it, I'll be there in Frisco or wherever they're holding the national championship. Uh, so you, you, you can count uh, on me on that one. And... Uh, that, that's kind of just just my thought on, on that. So uh, I really wanted to see James Madison uh, in it. I knew that I had South Dakota State from the beginning, uh, but I wanted Weber State to see a South Dakota State matchup because I thought that that would have been uh, one of the best matchups uh, that we did not get. Kind of unfortunate there. Um, anyway, so that's kind of just my thought. Uh, I, I really fell in love with this Jackrabbit team uh, this season. I saw them play almost every single day game. Uh, I even watched the Western Illinois game, so uh, that'll tell you, you know, how much <laughs> I really did like this team. And so to have them lose in the fashion that they lost was was frustrating, I guess. Um, as an analysis, as an analyzer, and, and as, I'm, as I'm going through this, um, I would never consider myself an expert in it, but I was looking at it and uh, I thought there was a little bit of luck involved for Sam Houston to be able to get the win. Uh, now, you know, luck favors to the people that are prepared, and, the, and that's true. That that really is true. Uh, you know, yes, 
there were some there were some factors I think that were helping Houston uh, in this game that that kind of went against South Dakota State, uh, but that's just kind of my 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 initial analysis. And uh, I will I'm not going to do any lists uh, at the end. I like doing the top 25 during the season because I don't know where to put Central Arkansas. I don't know where to put Campbell. I don't even know where to put Keenishaw State because I only saw Keenishaw play Monmouth. I saw him play three games. How do I know where they're going to be? And I want to be the most upfront and honest with you guys. The the second thing, uh, I guess, about the, the national championship outside of, you know, there were some factors favoring uh, Sam Houston. Uh, number one, uh, Mark Ronowski going out. Uh, you can you can beat on your chest all you want. You have arguably the, the best quarterback. I mean, you might say he's the best quarterback right now in the FCS. Uh, go out, it completely changes it. Now, like I said, Coaches need to be prepared, and they and they threw him in, and he did the you know the backup did the best that he could do uh, under the circumstances. But we're talking about an incredible uh, Sam Houston uh, defense, so you got to put that into perspective. And the second one that nobody I feel like at all ever talks about, and this is something that I key in a lot, is traveling. And you think about it, okay, um, Sam Houston uh, to go to Frisco, what couple hours maybe. Yeah, you know, you kind of go around. It's in the state, at least. We're talking about going from from Brookings, South Dakota, all the way down to Frisco. That's a little bit longer uh, of of a travel, right? Uh, you might leave a, a day earlier. I don't know with COVID how it is, uh, but those kinds of things. You're you're flying instead of driving. I mean, maybe Sam Houston flew. I don't know that, but th- but those factors matter. And and those were that was one of the reasons why uh, you know I did take UND plus the points on on that game but i knew it was going to be difficult flying back to virginia uh from north dakota it's travel has a huge impact uh southern illinois uh ironically played really well they were really good on the road they beat weaver state at altitude and then they were able to go to brookings and give them everything they wanted uh illinois to south dakota isn't as far as illinois to, to utah but uh i think that definitely has uh something to do with it so those, I think, were some contributing factors to South Dakota State's loss. Uh, that those those were just some of the the things. And and Sam Houston, they were uh, they played very good games. I talked about it last year. I think that eventually the luck runs out. I actually bet Sam Houston. Uh, the line moved to five, and I thought it was going to be a field goal game. So I ended up betting them. Uh, I believe it was the first time that I bet them. Uh, you know, I I try not to fall in love. with with teams I like to try to fall in like with teams where I'm like okay I like that team a lot uh and I can't and when when you're gambling and when you're doing sports betting you had to hit the line right and I thought you know what I think it's going to be close and that is exactly what we got uh the 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 next thought I have is uh it really is a bummer for for South Dakota State uh you know North Dakota State, we know, is, is is a dominant force in the FCS, and it felt like this was the year that they were going to be down after losing Trey Lance, weird COVID year, playing in the spring, yada, 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 all, all of those contributing factors, right? And I thought that South Dakota State, this was a great time to kind of thread that needle. Now, we don't know what is going to come of. Uh, you know, maybe they get a few more recruits. They take a few recruits from North Dakota State because they played better. Uh, that's the downfall of a dynasty. It is not one season. It's it's that you have a challenger up and coming that takes, you know, two or three recruits from them. Uh, you know, more kids are, are more apt to play in Brookings than Fargo. 
that's how you take down a dynasty. It's not going to be just beating them one time and, and claiming you're the champs of the world. It's 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 methodical. It's it's in the trenches in the recruiting game. That's how you're going to do it. And so I was kind of bummed because I wanted to see uh, South Dakota State. Now, a lot of people, uh, you know, messaged me, asked me questions. Well, what did you think? You know, you have a Southland winner. Aren't you happy? Yeah, uh, I am uh, to a certain extent. I really wanted to see a James Madison South Dakota State matchup. Uh, I wanted to see a Weber State South Dakota State matchup. Uh, I don't feel like we were we were kind of given even the Delaware South Dakota State. You know, with uh, Nolan Henderson being hurt, I was kind of bummed. I was like, man, that wasn't the matchup that I wanted. It was a matchup that I got. I mean, I wanted to see him, but I wanted to see everybody healthy. And and that kind of is a great segue to my next point. And uh, after the national championship game, Sam Houston State nine days. Now it's been uh, a few days after that, so they're looking at about a hundred day turnaround uh, after their championship. Which you know what, I'm glad we did it in the spring, and I'm going to kind of argue with the spring and and everyone's tearing it down and uh, I'll kind of do pros and cons a little bit later in the, in the show but uh I think you know, it's going to be really, really tough for them. Uh, number one, they got a, some solid transfers. You know, it depends on how many people get brought back. Uh, when they're going to be dealing with that, we have different, you know, changing COVID protocols and stuff like that. I don't know what that's going to be like testing and stuff like that on campus. Uh, you know, I I was an athlete last year. Uh, we we were tested uh, every other week when we weren't in season. In season, they were tested every single week. I believe is what it was, or or something to that extent. I don't know how. If they're going to be testing every week, if they'll be testing, you know, only if somebody gets sick on the team, it's going to be kind of interesting as we as we navigate that and uh, this this post COVID world. Uh, and then the second one, the second point, I guess about uh, you know not not only injuries but about this season is it was a really goofy season. Uh, Sam Houston had the luxury. I mean, South Dakota, the, you know, very very they opened up very well their economy as well. Uh, but with Texas, you know, the governor has been very very progressive of opening back up and, and kind of putting this COVID thing behind them. Uh, where you know teams in California, UC Davis, Cal Poly, uh, I don't really think they were practicing. Uh, you know, a couple weeks before the game, and so it kind of put them at at, at a deficit because you know these teams would have been able to practice more Th- those kind of things play were contributing factors that UC Davis team was absolutely amazing and and if they do bring everybody back that is somebody in the Mountain West or not in the Mountain West sorry the big sky that you need to be watching uh, the Montana schools yeah Montana played two games I didn't see Montana State play and so I want to know what those two teams look like and uh, I think there was there was a solid balance between uh, completely opting out of the season uh, and then pushing forward, even though you have injuries and stuff like that, I thought, and in my opinion, I I loved Illinois State saying, "Yo, you know what? We're just we're not healthy, and we're turning around and playing in in 130, 140, 150, however many days it is. We're going to be ta- we're going to be opting out." Now, a lot of people are like, "Well, you're quitting." Well, on a weird year, I I'm I'm fine with it. In a, in a normal year, whatever. So I think there was this fine line that you walked, and I want to know what Sam Houston's is going to be looking like next next fall and even South Dakota State for that matter both sustained you know uh, significant injuries uh, most people are healthy hopefully you know in a hundred days you can kind of rehab and stuff but that's not that much you think in three months and a, and a little bit over a week that's all they have to be the national champions until they're on the field again 
the second or the next point that I wanted to make about this national championship is that I didn't see Sam Houston beat Central Arkansas. Now, every year uh, you don't always play everybody in your conference, but I Central Arkansas, in my opinion, was the best Southland team last year. Now, I believe they shared the title with Nichols, and Sam Houston did beat Nichols this year, but I want to see that. Yeah, you, you went undefeated, and but you didn't. You only played Southland teams, number one, uh, and I'm not talking F, FBS uh, versus FCS because, you, know, you know, most of the time they play an FBS uh, team for money and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, I'm talking about out-of-conference FCS. You played straight Southland, which I believe the Southland is very top-heavy. You got UCA, uh, Sam Houston's pretty good year in you know, Southeast Louisiana and Nichols. Well, you beat Nichols, you beat Southeast Louisiana uh, to really to have you know everything for me to go you know 100% national champion. You would have had to beat Central Arkansas. They played in the fall. They had a really good fall campaign, and uh, it's going to be interesting uh, what they're going to look like when when they step back out on the field. I want to know uh, you know if and when they play each other this next season. What is it going to look like? Uh, is 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 UCA going to be completely dominant because uh, they've had the time off and uh, oh they they play September twenty fifth uh, in Conway, so that's going to be a completely different set of uh, of challenges going forward. Uh, and so in in almost what four months, four full months, you're going to be playing, uh, you know, one of the best teams in the conference. And that is after uh, a couple of games uh, where you're going to have, you know, hopefully no injuries are, are sustained or whatever, but it's going to be, uh, they're going to be there. Uh, we have NAU, they play NAU, they play SEMO, and they play at Central Arkansas. This is not a slouch schedule for Sam Houston. NAU had a great spring campaign. Uh, they almost beat Weber State, and uh, they played really well throughout the spring. SEMO, uh, last year they went to the to the playoffs. Uh, I guess not last year, we're talking 2019 they were in the playoffs. I believe 2018 they were in the playoffs as well. So you're home against them. That is not a slouch. And BTW, uh, NAU is at, uh, I believe it's like 75 to 8,000 feet in Flagstaff. Very, very tough game when you're going from sea level uh, again in, in, in uh, at Sam Houston. And then you're on the road at Central Arkansas and then home against Stephen F. Austin. So a little bit uh, of, of a change up there. And, hey, you know what? You get to play the, the alma mater, uh, my alma mater, a little bit later in the season. So I'm excited to watch that game. It will be uh, at Sam Houston. Anyway, uh, I want to know what that is going to be like. Uh, I feel like there was a real—and why I'm saying all this is I felt like there was a complete overreaction to somebody not named North Dakota State. Now, FCS fans— I know you love the FCS. I know you have your team. And I know that all of us have a love-hate relationship with North Dakota State. North Dakota State kind of puts the FCS on the map. But everyone, the only reason why people know about the FCS is kind of North Dakota State. And I just feel like we're overreacting. I mean, people saying they're the second best. I mean, you can make a case. I would say James Madison. Uh, because I don't think the Southland is is as deep as the CAA has been over the last little bit. Uh but I feel like it's it's been a complete and utter overreaction to a weird COVID year. It was kind of like uh, the hype with 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 BYU this year uh, in in the FBS. And I told and I, and I remember saying on my podcast, "Cool the brakes. Uh, we can't overreact to to BYU beating UTSA. Uh, BYU. Uh, I mean, they did beat down on Boise State pretty good, but but we had an overreaction. And then they played a, a team that was 
comparable at their level and they lost and there were contributing factors there uh so i don't want it to be a complete overreaction like sam houston's going to be the next dynasty uh no it's, i don't think it's going to be i think this next season is going to be very difficult for sam houston uh and i think that uh that uca wins the southland uh, now i believe that sam houston is moving into the whack and they're doing the whack a sun challenge we're kind of mixing up the conferences uh in the fcs uh I don't know exactly how all the logistics are going to work, uh, but you're they are going to be playing, uh, you know, UCA. So so there's that. I don't know if UCA is moving to the A Sun or what. An utter overreaction to to one game. Uh, it was kind of like when North Dakota lost to North Dakota State. Well, that's just that's just the way the chips fell that day. Uh, I'm not. I still think that uh, North Dakota State is they're they're the ones that are going to be beat. I I they're the ones to beat. I think when we look at preseason, we have Sam Houston up there just as kind of a as kind of a you know oh yeah they they were good in the preseason. But what are you going to do with Weaver State and Montana and and people are you know people are banging on me because I'm such a Weaver State homer. Uh, they they. Have had one play that was that was tough. Uh, Monmouth was one play away from beating Sam Houston. Uh, so you you put that into perspective. North Dakota State was really one play away from beating Sam Houston. Uh, and when you put that James Madison one play away, when you put that into perspective, you're like, okay, well maybe they weren't the yeah they they won it, but. I don't think they're going to be far and away the best team, and and we'll see that as it comes out. And and I'm not trying to be hard on Sam Houston. I'm I'm really you know it's amazing that they were able to win a national championship. I just think that there's just this insane overreaction uh, to to a, a weird COVID season. Now if they if next season they come back and they go through their their schedule and go undefeated and go to the national championship, you know what? I'm probably going to be a little bit more sold on them as a program. Yeah, they've had Southland Conference championships over the last couple, you know, of seasons, more towards the first of the decade, if we're looking at a decade, more towards the 2010, 2012 seasons in there is when they were getting them. But UCA is kind of starting to take over. Nichols started to, to kind of challenge as well uh, during that time. Uh, now I kind of want to, you know, switch gears, not just solely on, uh, Sam Houston. I would like to talk about the spring season. Uh, again, a lot of people are coming out and they're saying, oh my goodness, this spring season was a joke. The ratings were down. How could it be? Oh, okay. Uh, let's think about why the ratings might be down before we jump to conclusions. Now, I'm not necessarily defending the spring i like the fall and i think the fall has its merits number one mainly the money you're going to get from the fbs programs uh but I, and and people are saying well that people weren't watching uh the the fcs playoffs because uh you know it was in the spring uh, versus the fall. Now, there, I think there are a lot of contributing factors to this. Number one, they didn't have as many uh, you know, teams make the playoff. There weren't very many upsets. We had Delaware over Jacksonville State. We had SIU over... Uh, SIU over Weber State, which was kind of a, a quasi up uh, upset, uh, but for the most part, the 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 people that were supposed to win 
one. Now you can make the argument, you know, every year you might have one upset, uh, but that upset matters. And we didn't really have, I mean, when we have 24 teams, there's a more likelihood to get two or three upsets, kind of make a run into it. For goodness sake, in 2018, Maine made the semifinals, and everyone kind of fell in love with the Black Bears. And they were saying they were going to be the new kings of the CAA because they came out here to Ogden and beat Weber State. So as I look at it, and, and I really, you know, you're like, hmm... Well, maybe that maybe that is true with ratings wise. Number two, we are in a golden golden age uh, of television. I guess that's the, the 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 first point I'll make on the second point, kind of subsection A, right? But when you postpone all of the fall sports, cross country, volleyball was postponed. Uh, you know, all of everything that happens in the fall, and we all pretty much moved it. I mean, I know that my my conference did. I believe most of the 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 FCS conferences postponed uh, to the fall. So I think when when you have a, the opportunity at these small schools uh, and you look at it and you have, a, for example, Weber State softball is extremely good. They, I believe they won the Big Sky. Uh, it's going to take eyes away. Secondly, we had a condensed NBA schedule. I think that uh, when we went so long without any sports and I know we had that weird bubble, I think people are tuning in there as well. Uh, I, I just, and, and I think lack of knowledge i don't think it was really promoted the way that the playoffs are and secondly i mean the playoffs the fcs playoffs is wonderful because it's right at the end of the fbs fcs season and they kind of have three or four weeks at the first of december where nobody is playing they have they kind of have that window where we still want football and we still know that football's on but i but uh you know the F the FBS hasn't got their bowl game started. There might be a few bowl games, but but it's and it is wrapping up at a, at a different time in in De January into De December into January and stuff like that. I think that's it's just lack of knowledge, lack of teams in it. Right, twenty four to sixteen, they they limited it, and then also I think uh, a team like Towson who sat out the spring season. I don't think their fans watched the FCS this year. I don't think they tuned into James Madison. And for goodness sake, you put the national championship on Sunday at 2 in the afternoon. It wasn't like it was prime time. Now, I understand not every uh, FCS you know, game is in prime time. Usually it's a Saturday, uh, you know, end of December, 1st of January, right kind of, uh, well, I think most in, in, in January. And it's right towards the middle of the day when nothing else is on. What are you going to do? Turn on, you know... Hockey? I, I mean, I don't know. When you're you in the middle of the day, uh, the NBA plays at night. What are you going to watch? Of course, you're going to tune into the national championship. We're used to that, and I think that really pulled it away. So you can't. I mean, it's comparing apples and oranges. So, so to completely dismiss a spring season is just just you know straight silliness. And I think it's just we're as consumers, we're used to what we are, right? Uh, you you guys remember during COVID, you you would go to the to the store and you know they wouldn't have toilet paper we were used to having toilet paper so people started getting creative right there's a run on toilet paper there's a run on this there's a run on that we were used to that and we want things to be the way that they usually are and so when it gets switched up it's it's not that uh i don't know i just don't think that people were used to having it in the in the spring and so that's what it is now if they said we're making it a 
formal move and uh you know we're going to do it 100 percent in the spring i think it's going to be different but it was a weird quasi football in the spring I, I just don't know uh the xfl struggled in the spring uh what was it the 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 aaf struggled in the spring it's just we're just not used to having football after the the super bowl we are not used to having football on tv we transitioned into watching basketball we transitioned into watching uh whatever sport you want some people are into soccer some people are into baseball some people are into the nba and the end of the nba season that's what you transition to and you're not used to it so just to completely be be like well we shouldn't do it well of course i mean like of course the ratings are going to say that uh i just think it's silly when when people come out with that but i i think there's a lot of pros to playing in the spring i think it gives you if you made it official and you put it out there and you promoted it uh there was hardly any kind of promotion on on espn or on really any major uh you know fox wherever uh there wasn't that much promotion uh as far as i know uh if you put it out there and you you made the move and you made it special, the spring season could be something that is you know largely dominated uh, by the FCS if they made it official, if they made it uh, the way they wanted it. Uh, also, I think that. Uh, it gives us more football, I believe. You know, it's really hard to, for me to choose watching, uh, you know, the University of Utah, whom I grew up cheering for, and then turning on the Weber State game. It's a little bit difficult. Uh, there's so many more games. The, the volume is so, so, so great in the spring. Of course, you're going to tune in and watch the, the, the when Clemson, uh, you know, takes on Florida State or when Alabama and LSU play or when Michigan, Ohio State. You're not going to miss that game uh, and give it up for, you know, Stony Brook playing Drake you're not going to do that that's just not in our nature we're going to go to the biggest games we're going to go to the draw and quite frankly however they promote it uh, I'm a huge FCS fan I think there's definitely a market for it I just don't think it was executed the way uh, for it to it wasn't set up for uh, success in in the spring I think they wanted to do it to, to crown a national championship and that was that and they were just like okay let's get to the fall again uh, that that is just my opinion the cons on the spring, of course, is not playing the FPS. And then the 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 consumer, uh, you know, habits they're cyclical. They're 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 very uh, mundane. They do that. We do the same thing. We buy the same things. We go to the same store. That is what we're, we're we're creatures of habit, and that's just what it is. And so those are kind of my thoughts on on Sam Houston. Congratulations. Uh, I'm not. I, I don't want to be critical. I think there were some certain factors for you to get to the national championship. Congratulations. Uh, I can't wait to see what it will look like in the in the in the fall because I don't think you're going to go 10 and 0 and win the natty again. I don't even know if you're going to be making the quarterfinals in, in the fall. Uh, I want to see how you play and how it looks. Finally, we have, you know, the second kind of part of this. We've talked a little bit about the spring football and what I like, why I liked it. Uh, I just don't think it was executed. So yeah, of course we move it back to the fall so we can have it, uh, you know, kind of going back to normal or whatever normal is these days, uh, getting it back into the fall. And then finally, I kind of want to just wrap up with my thoughts on, you know, going forward. And, and a lot of it, I mean, we've discussed this throughout the season is what is it going to look like Weber State playing Idaho State for the third time? What is it going to look like, uh, you know, South Dakota State toe in line against SIU again for the third time? Uh, the first time was a blowout by South Dakota State. Second time was extremely close, but a win close against South Dakota State. Will those gaps between the one and the seven or eight be close? I think it's a great, great question. 
Monmouth came out and absolutely beat down on Keenishaw. What is that going to look like in the fall? Is Monmouth going to be able to replicate it? Is that something that they're going to be able to do? Uh, I don't know. And then as far as injuries go, we are going to have some guys. Uh, I mean, yeah, you made the playoffs. I think it was great to finish out the season to play a little bit. Uh, and then you have the playoffs. But Nolan Henderson for Delaware. Is he going to be back full ready to go when you know, end of August comes around. I really hope so. I really want to see it. I, 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 he's a great quarterback, but is he going to be healthy? That's a question that I have. You know, some of these injuries that were sustained, um, you know, Weaver State, I believe one of their safeties was hurt during the spring season. Is he going to be back? Is he going to be healthy? Because if he's not back and he's not healthy, that completely changes who Weaver State is. What about the running back Josh Davis out of Weaver State? Same kind of thing. What about, you could go on every single team and they were missing a key piece. Piece. I understand injuries are part of the game, but what is that going to look like? I think it's going to be very, very unique as we go forward. But I think that the one, the winner of the conference, and and honestly, the worst, you know, the 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 one that took last in the conference, I don't think it's going to be that the gap's not going to be as big as what it has in years past. Uh, of course, great coaching is always going to pull out, but uh, when when some of these teams that have you know endured a lot, South Dakota State, Sam Houston, James Madison. Uh, Delaware, when these teams are are, are vying for the nat that natty, you know, in 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 a hundred and you know ten, a hundred and seventeen days, they're turning around and playing again. I I gotta know what it looks like. Uh, instead of you know nine months off, well, I guess not quite nine, eight, seven, eight months of not playing and then playing hard for four months. What is that going to look like? That's those are some of the questions, and I'm and I'm excited that we had the spring season. Uh, I'm excited that we were able to enjoy it. And I again, I'm a huge proponent of the FCS. I love it. Uh, I know that I was a little hard on Sam Houston, uh, but I got to tell the truth, and that's exactly what I was thinking uh, during the entire time and during their run. Uh, but it probably had South Dakota State done it, I'm sure people would have overreacted uh, to that as well. It's uh, we, you know we as humans are inclined to 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 overreact a little bit to something new. Uh, I mean, you look at at, at almost everything. You know, uh, the the Chiefs are, are a wonderful football team, but are they a dynasty or were they just really good? I mean, they were losing to the 49ers in the Super Bowl and they came back and miraculously won, and then they just got beat down by Tampa Bay. Are they really a dynasty? Can you have a dynasty when you lose 31 to nine and fail to get into the touchdown in the Super Bowl? I think we overreact to come to some of these things, and instead of just looking at the macro trends of it, I think North Dakota State's going to be back. I know James Madison's going to be back. I know the top dogs are going to be there, uh, but I think it's going to be a little bit more unique, where maybe the top dog and the bottom dog are not as far, or the games aren't as big of blowouts uh, as in years past. That's kind of my two cents. All right, so this has been a wrap up. Let's wrap it up. We're putting a nice tidy bow on the end of the spring. 2020-2021 season. Uh, like I said, I enjoyed it. Happy that they had it. Can't wait to get back uh, to the fall campaign. Uh, you know, being a Dixie State alumnus, I am very excited to see some of the teams coming down. I believe we get Weaver State is one of our first home games, and I think that's going to be absolutely tremendous uh, seeing the Wildcats play here at Trailblazer Stadium we were doing a bunch of of remodeling and 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 you know upgrades in the stadium so that that Greater Zion Stadium I believe is what it's called is going to look 
absolutely amazing in the fall. And, uh, you know, I, the, these are just kind of some of my thoughts, and, and I can't wait to, to get back uh, to watching football in the fall. Uh, as far as this podcast goes, we're just going to kind of see where it goes, uh, kind of just be playing it by ear. We can bring on some of our interviews. Uh, I really like doing the interviews with the coaches. I know Coach Freund had a ton, a ton of downloads this last year. Uh, Coach Hale had a lot of downloads. Uh, Colgate had a ton of downloads two years ago, and, and it was really fun to talk to them. And I really enjoy doing those interviews uh, as well. So we'll kind of fill it out. Uh, we'll see how this summer goes. I think it's, I, I don't want to be of an inconvenience to the coaches because they have a lot on their plate as they kind of transition from the small fall to the spring. It's not the normal off season where, you know, July is kind of your, they, they give the coaches a lot of time in July to go on vacation, spend time with the family. Well, this year you're not going to have it because in July, uh, you know, you're going to turn around and play. And now you're going to say that in August, but you didn't have have a spring camp you had spring games and so uh, we'll kind of just play it by ear as it goes on as, as we you know slowly roll forward uh, with this awesome awesome sport we call football all right if you uh, have any thoughts observations don't be afraid to reach out to us thank you for listening to get the ball rolling uh, stay safe out there and let's keep the ball rolling all the way into next season <laughs>